On this week's episode of Third Party Controller Podcast, we talk about the Xbox Bethesda press conference. Also, the Square Enix press conference. In this mini episode of E3 Week, what did we think of both conferences? Find out on this week's episode of Third Party Controller Podcast. Let's get it going. Welcome to Third Party Control Podcast. I am your host, Jesse P.S. Lyra, and today, ladies and gentlemen, we are continuing our E3 week with the Xbox Bethesda Showcase, and I will be also talking about Square Enix. Remember, we are sharing our opinions separately, so I am going to be talking about both press conferences. I do not believe that Joe or Bethel won't be sharing their thoughts on the Square Enix Showcase, but we don't know. Like I said before, us doing these mini episodes, they're going to be smaller, shorter, bite-sized information we talk about. Not every day, but just the stuff that we're more interested in, which is the Xbox Bethesda and Square Enix press conferences. Remember, we're not going to be talking about every facet, every detail, only the games that interest us and probably talk about the showcase as a whole. That's what I'll be sharing. We'll see what Bethel and Joe think as well. So we'll kick it off with the Xbox press conference starting first you got todd howard of bethesda going on stage talking his usual stuff showing off the game starfield it looked like it was running on current gen hardware not much more of a teaser showing uh, it is an exclusive xbox exclusive coming out on november 11th 2022 I'm liking this as in like Xbox saying it, it's an exclusive. Something from Bethesda Starfield is going to be exclusive for the Xbox console. And that's what I wanted. That's what I wanted Xbox Microsoft to do with this purchase of Bethesda, the acquisition of Bethesda. So right now we're starting off the show just like that. And yes, it will be coming to PC and it's on Game Pass. So all you Xbox series x or xbox series s owners will be able to play this game through game pass and so far it's only xbox x and s so it looks like we're getting finally into just having it on the newer gen consoles so it looks like this won't be coming for the one which i think makes more sense and i i, I was kind of feeling it was going to happen sooner or later then up next was a new game called stalker 2 coming out next year never played the original stalker looked interesting but you know um, graphically it looked very impressive uh that one is scheduled to release on april 28th 2022 and that will also be a game pass exclusive something that we're going to be hearing a lot in the show is launch exclusives meaning that a lot of these games that we're going to be hearing about are launching first on the Xbox consoles, which uh, Stalker 2 will be a launch exclusive, meaning it probably will be coming to PlayStation 5 as well, but will come out first on the Xbox. And that's pretty cool. That's something where it gives a leg up for Xbox owners, which I think is pretty neat. They talked a bit more about Back for Blood, the game made by the people who worked on Left 4 Dead. Um, that uh, There was a rumor throughout the week that it was going to be a Game Pass title, and it is going to be a Game Pass title coming out October 12th. So that, so that's good. Saves uh, me, Joe, and Bethel some cash. Next, uh, Avalanche Studios, the people who brought you Just Cuz have announced a new game from Xbox Game Studios since they were purchased by Microsoft, a new title called Contraband. Difference is this title is more of a teaser. Don't see any gameplay, but if you're you know kind of used to the Just Cuz titles, you kind of have an idea. I'm kind of hoping it's something different um, with it being a different name. Never got into the Just Cause titles, but... And also, yes, yes, this is Game Pass. You will get a day one for free if you're a purchaser of Game Pass. Again, we'll be hearing a lot of this throughout the show. Then we hear more about Sea of Thieves. Yes, the four, three to four-year-old game is getting Pirates of the Caribbean DLC coming out June 22nd. And yes, it's free on Game Pass. 
12 Minutes Out is about to... I think we've talked about this before on the podcast. Very interesting title. That's coming out August 19th, 2021. And that is also a title for Game Pass. Psychonauts 2. There you go. We finally have a date for Psychonauts 2. Of course, Game Pass. Yeah, you heard this right. Uh, Hades is finally coming out to Xbox on August 13th. This is also announced later in the day for playstation as well so it looks like hades is coming out to all consoles because it already came out for pc and the nintendo switch before and guess what it's on game pass august 13th here we are ladies and gentlemen we're getting to the 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 meat of this xbox bethesda showcase halo infinite is shown finally we get some information the title i was talking about when we had our hopes for e3 i said halo has to come out of here and impress halo has to have something that makes me go i want to play this fucking game they showed a little cinematic trailer graphically it looks nicer and guess who's in it cortana but it's not cortana it's an ai replacement of cortana that was supposed to be deleted she says but something happened and stopped it could it be cortana who got deleted because she was corrupted and this cortana if you don't know what i'm talking about then you gotta catch up on your fucking halo history and that was it Master Chief is going to finish this fight. But that's not all. They talked about Halo Infinite multiplayer. The Halo Infinite multiplayer is going to be free to play. It's a free to play multiplayer game. Both titles are be releasing at the same time sometime this holiday. Halo multiplayer. Very little was shown on the single player for Halo Infinite. Not surprising, but a little bummed because I felt like they needed to impress. And all I got from that was, okay, it looks nice. That's it. Nothing else. They didn't bother showing any gameplay of what single player would be. None of that stuff. All right. So on the single player part, which I'm, you know, more interested in, they really held it close to the vest and did not show shit. With the multiplayer one, it looked cool. It looked fun. And I think it was smart of them to make it free to play for Halo multiplayer to be free to play. That's smart. I get it. It, It's, it makes sense to me. That makes sense. All in all, I wanted them to impress with Halo and they didn't. Now, don't get me wrong. I saw that multiplayer trailer and that was impressive. And it impressed me that it was free to play. I think it was rumored that it was going to be free to play. So we'll see how heavily microtransactioned it is. Because don't get me wrong, it could be free to play, be really fun, and maybe it won't force you to have to purchase all the DLC. More than likely, you're gonna have to purchase stuff and you're gonna feel like you have to. That's where it could fuck everything up. But again, we don't know anything yet. Uh, we'll wait and see, but it looked it looked fun. It looked good, but it, didn't, it wasn't what I thought they should have had, which was the impressive showing. Halo did not impress, the multiplayer impressed, but it didn't have that like redemption, hey, this is great. So my guess is maybe they're waiting for closer to release. Maybe uh, my guess is either sometime in July, August, they're going to have one more, maybe a big old like this is just, we're just talking about Halo. We're going to show all this Halos to get everyone hyped up to do the pre-orders. My guess is they're really going to show it off later. And so it's it didn't do what it needed to do, but it didn't. It wasn't as shitty as before, so whatever. We're just going to see. Now, the one game I that made me go, oh, shit, in this whole presentation, confirmed, A Plague Tale 2 confirmed, coming out in 2022, and you know what? That shit's on Game Pass. I really like their game. It came out of nowhere. It's, it was one of those games where I heard nothing about it and then people were raving about it and I just took a leap of faith and said, fuck it, picked it up, started playing it and enjoyed it. Again, not like a perfect 10 out of 10, but for me, it, it was like a, a nine. I just, you know, I could overlook its not so best moments, but it, it was few and far between for me. I don't know. It just came as a surprise. So I really enjoyed it. It coming out. Uh, an actually announced sequel, which I'm excited because it is a conti- there should be a continuation to it, and it coming out next year. Really excited, looking forward to it. A Plague Tale, Shredders, uh, a snowboarding game, 
Game Pass. Which, when I saw this, I was just like, man, EA, just make fucking another SSX. I just want another SSX so bad. Uh, this other game, Atomic Hearts. This one actually looked really cool. Looked interesting. That was an, that was also another interesting one. Actually, I, I thought that looked cool. Uh, Replaced was another one, which was like a, um, a pixel art game, but done really detailed and nice. That's coming out in 2022. That's also Game Pass. Uh, and then they announced Outer Worlds 2. This one was an Xbox exclusive coming to Game Pass. You know, it's an exclusive for Xbox only. Forza Horizon 5 racing game out November 9th. It's going to be Game Pass. Uh, it's set in Mexico. Yeah. Game Pass. And actually, you know, it's a driving game. It's going to look nice. But hey, real quick, we're going to skip on this and uh, recorded something special earlier today with Bethel and uh, talking about Forza Horizon 5. The audio might be a little rough to hear. So be forewarned. So let's go check on what we said earlier today, right now. So we watched the Xbox Microsoft Showcase. We're not gonna talk about that because we've already talked about it in whatever future thing we're gonna talk about. But I wanna talk about one thing that we were speaking, you and me, Bethel, on, on the phone over uh, while Forza Horizon 5 was shown, it is set in Mexico. And I was already saying, it's not Mexico, because when they're driving around the towns and the cities, there was nobody. Everyone's conveniently on, on ceiling or like in a little, uh, what you call, patio areas or yeah. what, what you call them? The, like a porch. The porches and stuff. So what do you think? What do you think when you saw the Forza? We were I, talking about it. It's funny. It's just another Forza game, but it's set in Mexico. I mean, it, it looks it looks fine. I mean, yeah. yeah. Well, recently I've been wanting to get into a racing game, so like maybe I'll probably try it out once I get an Xbox, but yeah, I mean, it, looks, it actually does look good. Like, yeah, I, yeah. I, like, I mean, we talk shit about it because like, I mean, I don't know, I, I don't know shit about like coding or making games, but it, I feel like it's not very hard to make a, a good looking racing game. Uh -huh. But it, this one actually look, it's, it still looked really good, like the, uh, the world in it looked really nice. Like you see like some of the textures in the mountains, so like pretty impressive still. But yeah, it's just, it's... it's I don't know, the Mexico thing is like it's, they kind of wanted to, I don't know, I guess make an authentic looking Mexico, which is like, whatever, I don't care, like, uh, I don't yeah. know any of that, that area, those areas, but some of them, like, I don't know, just, I don't know, I just, I don't know, it just, it, I haven't seen anything that looks too much like Mexico in that game, yeah. like, there are some parts that, that, I guess, look like it, but I don't, I don't know, I've never encountered anything much like that, like, they look like tiny villages instead of like little cities. Like, yeah. like shack. They didn't look like shacks, but they, they kind of felt like. I don't know. The, 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 the buildings weren't very. I don't know. I guess authentic. I can't find another word for it, but yeah. I mean, but other than that, like it's just a racing game. It looks cool. Like, I, I'd, I'd like to try it out. I liked how it had the most racist thing I'd ever seen, which was the piñata party or whatever it was <laughs> where everyone has to hit piñatas. And then, but I told you, well, you kind of meant, you kind of said that it should have had kids selling chiclets. <laughs> and then I said, it, it should be the kids trying to sell you chiclets. So like all of them jump on your car trying to sell it to you. And then you got to try to get to the finish line with the least amount of kids with chiclets on there. Right? But then you came up with something better. What was that? Is it you, there should be a mini game where you have to, uh, uh, where you're at a stoplight and you got to convince the guy not to wash your windshield because you you never win. Like, like you, so many times that I've gone to Mexico, there's always somebody like trying to wash your windshield and you're like, no, nah, I'm okay, no. And they start washing it anyway, so you kind of feel bad, so you got to pay for, for the for the job, I guess. But yeah. <laughs> so you got to get to the finish line with the dirtiest window. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> every time you're going to be going through jungle areas, dirt's going to get on there, so you're going to try to get it as dirty as possible. <laughs> But they're gonna always gonna try to clean your window and everything. This peso, señor. Start watching it. See, no, you just go, no, 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 no. Then you dig through your little cachet to grab some change and give it to them. That's how it is. That's that's the way. Like for for non-Mexican people, you don't know the struggles that you have, kind of have to go through. But yeah, I mean, like everything. I, I just you know, a Forza Five being shown isn't anything special whatsoever when it comes to those type of things but it looks nice it always yeah, it looks does, nice yeah. it's, it's it's hard not to make a driving game look nice unless you're trying to not make it look nice or you only <laughs> yeah. have a budget of like two dollars <laughs> um 
but yeah, but I just was interested. It's like, oh, it's in Mexico, and I was just yeah. like, oh, okay. Well, I guess it had to. I don't know. They wanted it to be. Yeah. But I was just like, oh, you know. Yeah. But uh, I found it to be funny. But yeah, that conversation we had made me chuckle. So I felt like maybe that's something we should talk about. So back to whatever else we were doing. All right, welcome back, everyone. Let's continue on the conversation of the Xbox and Bethesda showcase. Uh, it starts to wind down. They talk about how I think out of 30 of the titles announced today, 28 are on Game Pass. And uh, they show they end the show with an Xbox exclusive title called Redfall, which looks it was a CG trailer. So it looked like a vampire hunting game with everyone in your team having different abilities and the vampires having special abilities called Redfall coming out summer 2022. It's an Xbox exclusive and that's how Microsoft chose to end the show. All in all, okay, this is my feeling on Xbox's conference. Their pacing and their announcements were great. Over the years, I've always got tired of Microsoft having such unbalanced showcases. And in this one, it was game after game after game after game after game after game. Something I've been wanting them to do for such a long time. So great. Awesome that they did that. They are, you know, learning from past E3s and them just focusing on game after game after game after game is good because you're not getting stopped in between. There was one things here and there every so often but it wasn't that bad. <clears throat> that being said, they had a lot of like all the time Xbox Game Pass on day one on the screen. It, it, it didn't say it. You just kept seeing that on the screen in text. Uh, Xbox Game Pass day one. Xbox Game Pass day one. Xbox Game Pass day one or launch exclusive. They had a couple of those or Xbox exclusive. Again, they didn't say it. It was just text. I got, you know, but after you saw it like the 20th time, you're just kind of like, I'm kind of tired of seeing this. So where they did a great job with game after game after game after game, they should have just done it for the first few, like the first three, like when you had a launch exclusive, Xbox exclusive and a game pass on day one title, they should have just after like the first three. It's like, okay, look, this is what's happening. Now, after that, every game's trailer will just have it on the bottom. Meaning, like, it'll pop up and say, Game Pass, day one exclusive, you know, Xbox exclusive. It has to just have those in the bottom while the trailer's going on. Yeah, it's just a few seconds, but it's just like you were seeing that over and over and over and over again. Just have it in the trailer pop up real quick and then go away. You know, kind of get your message across. Or at the end of the trailer, that pops up in the bottom of the trailer. Just because it just felt like you were seeing that, you're like, okay, I get it. Because 93% of that, the, the showcase was just Game Pass, Game Pass, Game Pass, which I get it. I get it. That's what they're talking about. But as a whole, as, as, as the show as a whole, nothing was impressive. It wasn't what I felt Microsoft needed to do, but they did some great stuff. It was a, it was a good conference, as in pacing and content but a lot of stuff was already known already talked about very few surprises halo did not have the excitement that it needed and no titles that people wanted to hear more about like the next fable even hellblade any of those no official con concrete date on those yet which makes me think that maybe they just didn't want to put much at the E3 conference. I don't know. Nothing super impressive. So this is what I liked. Starfield, for sure, Xbox exclusive. That's what I want to hear. I want to hear that's an exclusive for Xbox not coming anywhere else. Well, besides PC. But only for Xbox. That's what I wanted to hear. But what I really wanted to hear was them to at least show something on Elder Scrolls or Fallout and I want that. I want Xbox to be like, this is on our console only. And that didn't happen in this. Maybe they're not ready. Maybe they're not going to do that. Maybe only newer titles, newer from the ground up, created new IPs from Bethesda will be Xbox exclusive. But you got to have that one-two punch of an old property being exclusive to that console. And I hope that happens in the future. 
but I don't know. Um, on the on the thing with Game Pass, hey man, that's great. A lot of titles are going to be on Game Pass. That's cool. And if it's Yakuza, you should get Game Pass just for the Yakuza games because the games, Yakuza games are awesome. But a lot of the stuff that was shown here that was on Game Pass, not everything, but some things like the the 12, uh, 12 minutes, like I'm interested in that, you know? I was interested in that before knowing it was on Game Pass. And replaced like those titles, I was interested in those. It maybe would have been games I purchased, but then being on Game Pass, I'm like, okay, those for sure I'm gonna play. But then other games like Slime Rancher or uh, Atomic Heart looked really great too. And Shredders, like, it's like, well, it's gonna be on there and I'm not gonna buy them anyway, so I'll, I'll get to try them. Is I, For me, there wasn't really a Game Pass title on there where you're just like, whoa, that's on Game Pass? To me, you know? Like, everything that's so far been on Game Pass, not everything, but certain things are just kind of like, well, I was thinking about checking that out if it got good reviews but it's on game pass so sure i guess i'll play it or i'll play it oh it's on game pass cool i'll play it you know back for blood that, you know i'm lying there that one oh shit that's on game pass that's awesome so i kind of fucking lied right there but I, I don't know man like this was the xbox bethesda game pass showcase it was to advertise game pass is what i felt and that's not a bad thing because game pass is a good value and it's a good thing that microsoft is doing i just was kind of underwhelmed by their presentation some things i didn't want to play and some things that were kind of cool but i just didn't think it was what microsoft needed to do but it was better than past press conferences like they keep improving but there's just it's just another year where it's not that it's just not that impressive what does xbox have for the rest of the year Halo? Like, what's really going to show off the Xbox Series X? I mean, Psychonauts is cool, but I just feel like PlayStation's got a lead on impressive things for the console right now. And what Xbox has is Game Pass, which is great, but I want to see something that takes advantage of the console. And there just isn't that for Xbox. So this press conference was whatever. <laughs> Let's go check on what Bethel thinks of the press conferences he saw today. Hey, uh, um, yeah, for the E3 uh, Bethesda Microsoft Showcase, I'm just going to go ahead and talk about the games that interested me, just to save us the time of just going, it looks okay. But uh, starting off with Starfield, I mean, this game, it looks nice, but I need I, I want to see more gameplay of it because... I, I don't know, it just it's, it didn't really show much. Uh, but it's descri uh, the description in at the website I saw it said, uh, create any character you want to explore with unparalleled freedom as you embark on an epic journey to answer humanity's greatest mystery. And it just makes me feel like it's uh, like a proce uh, procedurally generated game, like No Man's Sky. So we'll see how that goes, because we all know how No Man's Sky went. But it ended up correcting itself. Like, they, they actually worked on it. But I doubt that that will happen. But I don't know. It just makes me think of that. It kind of lowers my expectations for it a bit. Uh, but next, they showed uh, Back for Blood, which is... I mean, they show, showed off a little bit more. And it's something I'm pretty excited about. Uh, like, I, I love the Left 4 Dead games. And, uh, yeah, I want to see what, what uh, how this uh, game turns out. Because uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to playing it with the with the guys um and then the entire entire yakuza catalog is now available on game pass so if you got an xbox and game pass just go ahead and start playing them now because they are some of, i don't know for me they're some of the most fun games i've had in in a, in a long time throughout the year i've been playing all of them um and uh 
they're 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 awesome games i mean so they have I have my problems with them but for the most part they're very enjoyable games uh and included they even added yakuza like a dragon which is the most recent one and uh it's 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 dope to see all these uh games on game pass so check them out they're a lot of fun next we got battlefield 2042 and this game it, i don't know it looks like there's too much going on all at once like I have a feeling that it won't look close to what was shown. I hope I'm wrong, but it just looks so crazy. Like, so much going on. Like, I think the last Battlefield was kind of like that, but I don't know. I feel like they kind of went over the top with this one. So, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. They announced uh, Party Animals. And uh, this this game looks like it, like a party game, kind of, that I will enjoy the hell out of uh, for about a day or two. Then I'll probably go stale, like like a lot of those kinds of games go. Um, but it, it reminded me of what's it called? Uh, Gang Beast. I thought it was like a sequel to that, but because it looked a lot like it, like the just how the I don't know, just how the characters were like really wobbly. I, don't know, I can't, can't explain it any other, any other way. But it reminded me a lot like that, and I thought it was a sequel to it, but it's actually its own game. But yeah, it looks it looks fun. I think the characters were adorable. There's like little corgis running around, punching people or punching other animals. So we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Uh, Somerville or Somerville. I'm not sure exactly how to pronounce it, but this one had a very dark tone. It reminded me of Limbo, which I I, th- I love Limbo. It was great, and uh, it had a yeah, a very dark tone to it. And when I when I did some research, it turns out that. The people who worked on Limbo also worked on Somerville, so I probably expect some similar stuff to it. But yeah, it's it looks it looks fun. I want to see more of it. Uh, I don't know too much about the story, but there's like not a lot not a lot of information uh, about it. But I'm looking forward to to seeing more of it because it looks interesting. And then they showed Halo, and I have no idea what's going on uh, in the Halo story. But I, I mean, I like that there's, there's gonna be like a free to lay multiplayer that they're gonna release at the same time as Halo Infinite's uh, campaign. So I think they announced it for November, if uh, if I'm correct. But definitely the holiday 2021, if it doesn't get delayed again. But I mean, by then I'll probably have a Xbox Series X by then or S, whatever, whichever one I I want to get. But by then I will probably have one and be able to play it because i don't know we'll see we'll see how that one i mean a lot of this is going to be we'll see how it goes because i mean we don't we don't really know i heard halo was it four or five was really bad so we'll see how how uh, infinite is all right so this next game is probably the game that i'm looking forward to the most it's it's called replaced it's an action uh, sci-fi platformer it looks it looks fucking it looked awesome so like some parts of it uh it looked like someone was filming, filming it from like across the street, cause like the foreground was very detailed. You could see the street, and like the just to see like the ice, like a, I don't know, like an icy road kind of, and uh, yeah, it just looks so detailed. The the for being like a, a a platformer, like I've never I've never seen anything with such detail. Like there's some games that are like pixel art that are they look really nice, like Blasphemy. But replace this one. I don't know. It just, it just, the world looks fucking awesome. Like visually, this game is like stunning. And like, uh, and uh, what little gameplay they showed of it was really impressive. It, I'm, I'm excited for this one. So, uh, one thing that sucks is it comes out next year. And I was hoping that they would, they would uh, announce games and release them within the six months of uh, the announcement. But it doesn't look like they're doing that. Uh, then they announced. Out of Worlds, and it was pretty funny. Like they had like a, a very tongue-in-cheek uh, announcement for it, kind of poking fun of all the, the studios that have been releasing their buggy games too early. <laughs> Cyberpunk. <laughs> um, but yeah, it does, I mean, I I just hope it doesn't bite them in the ass because I mean they're poking fun of them, but that shit's it could happen to them. I hope it doesn't. But I heard Outer Worlds uh, one was really good, so I'm hoping I'm I'm gonna try it because it looks it looks cool. I want to try it out, and then we'll see uh, if if I like it enough to play the second one. Um, and then Flight Simulator. 
It looked really nice. I, I compared, it's like, it's like a Forza, but in the air, because of how fucking beautiful it looked, but that's, I mean, I don't know. I, I, I'm not big on the flight simulator games, but it, uh, yeah, it looks good. It's, and it looks like it's uh, only for the Series X and S, so we'll see how this next-gen uh, console will pull it off, so I'm looking forward to that. Even if I don't play it, I want to see see people uh, talk about, see how, it's, how good it is. And then Arcane Studios showed a CG trailer for a new game called Redfall. I don't know much about it other than shooting vampires. But it, it looks like uh, they spent more time on the character design for the good guys and barely uh, put any thought into uh, how the villains look. Because they look really, I don't know, the vampires are kind of shitty to me. But, like, I don't know. I, it's, and, like, again, it's a CG trailer. Don't know much how, how, it'll, how it'll be. Um, I couldn't, I didn't really see anything uh, about how it is. It's, I think it's just a shooter. Uh, shooting vampires, I guess. I don't know. But then, uh, uh, yeah, that's that was all for the uh, Microsoft Bethesda showcase for me. Like everything that interested me, that's that's what uh, I just talked about. But uh, yeah, I, re I really like. I I was impressed with the show. Like I, everything they announced will be on Xbox's Game Pass, and it makes me want to buy one even sooner so I can get all the all the games that are that are gonna be available at no extra charge. So I'll be saving money in the long run. So I, 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 I give Microsoft thumbs up for that alone. Like, I um, can't wait for, uh, to get an Xbox so I could try all these games with the, with the Game Pass. And then Squeenix, their showcase, uh, I'm not going to say much about it because it's, I don't know, games didn't really interest me. The Guardians game looked okay. Like, I'll try it out maybe if it's cheap, but I, I don't know, this, I don't know. I wasn't really, really into it. I think I'm all, I'm pretty much marveled out right now. I there's like so many movies that came out, and then the Avengers game wasn't great, and then uh, was it the Marvel Ultimate Alliance came out, and I never even tried it. It didn't really interest me either. But yeah, that's that was it. But I gotta say, Final Fantasy Origin games, it looked really bad. I saw the trailer. I heard it. I saw that it was announced, and then I saw the trailer. And I was not impressed at all. It looked like a shitty, like like a PS3 game to me. I did not think it looked good at all. And uh, yeah, that's that's uh, my two cents on on the Squeenix, Squeenix uh, showcase. Um, that's it. Thank you for listening. Bye, guys. All right, that was good. Now, let's check what Joe thought of the press conferences today as well. Hey guys, it's me, Joe. Uh, just finished a little while ago watching the Mi the Microsoft Bethesda um, event. Uh, heard a lot of cool things coming out. Um, I kind of just go through some of the ones that I thought were kind of cool. Give you my kind of like you know uh, opinions or just views on what what we saw. Um, obviously, we saw Starfield um, teaser trailer come out. I'm not big on teaser trailers, but, you know, I'm still pretty excited about Starfield, and I'm hoping that's a really cool game. So, looking for, you know, looking forward to seeing more of that. The Contraband game looked pretty cool, looked, definitely looked, looks, like, interesting. I don't know how much, it, you know, I'm gonna have to see more, but it did look like it was, you know, the little, the world that it was set in. I don't know if it looked like it was, like, 60s or 70s. Can't really quite recall, but looked, Looked interesting, um, so I'm looking forward to seeing more of that. Uh, I thought the Sea of Thieves announced trailer for the Pirates of the Caribbean stuff was pretty damn cool. Um, I haven't played Sea of Thieves, but you know, I'd you know I definitely would be. Uh, I definitely give it a second. Um, it definitely makes me think maybe I should try it. I thought the trailer was really well done. You know, Pirates of the Caribbean has its fans. You know, and it just it's a perfect fit. So. You know, it's one of those, and it's and it's actually being released really soon. Uh, I believe like next week or a couple of weeks. I'm not sure. Uh, I can't remember the date right now. Going through these, uh, Game Pass got a lot of stuff. They announced some more stuff. You know, y Yakuza Like a Dragon is coming out. Pretty much the entire Yakuza series is now in Game Pass, which is great. Uh, I believe they also announced a lot of of Bethesda games coming to Game Pass, which was expected. I mean, you know, 
since they own Bethesda. I know that was coming, but again, great for people with Game Pass. Uh, Battlefield 2042, uh, you know, I mean, it once again has no campaign. Seems to my knowledge that it's going to be a full price game. I mean, looked looked good, but again, you know, every Battlefield looks good uh, in a trailer, in a game page, in a, you know, whether it's uh, teasers or gameplays. But then you actually get the game and it's broken. So, you know, hopefully it works at the very least, I guess I could say. Um, I know they said uh, 128 player matches, I believe, or I think that's what one of the things I, I could have sworn I saw. But, yeah, sounds like a lot more things uh, for EA and DICE to, you know, uh, mess up. I hate to say that, but, you know, yeah, it is what it is. You know, Fallout 76, I saw the reveal. Uh, it looked, you know, I got to give it credit. The, the, the trailer itself looked pretty cool. Uh, brought some stuff about it that, you know, definitely I saw the pit stuff from Fallout 3. That looked really, really cool. But again, it's Fallout 76. Uh, I'm for me personally, I don't think I'm it's it's for me, but like for fans of the series, you know, and for fans that are that are enjoying it, more content is good. It's, you know, they got to you know, they've they're they're doing what they can for the game after like the, that launch that was like basically a disaster. So, you know, hopefully I hope that, you know, they've got that game up to speed, you know, I I wouldn't know, but I mean, I, I, I got to give, at least the trailer looked good. <laughs> so, they announced Hades coming to Xbox, which is really, Hades or Hades? I don't know. Uh, looks really, really good. It's been good. That's always looks good that it's, it's good to know that it's coming. Uh, and then big, big announcement. Like one of the bigger things, obviously Halo Infinite, they announced. I think we've heard it for a while now, but now they're saying that Halo Infinite's multiplayer will be basically free to play, I believe. Um... And then they showed a little teaser for the uh, the campaign, which, you know, hopefully, again, it's a teaser. There's not a whole lot I can get off of just a teaser, but it's nice that they got some stuff. You know, they, they were able to show some stuff off, so that's good. You know, it's, you know, the whole worry that, you know, you know, that well, what if we get another delay this year? Well, hopefully we don't have to worry about that, although anything's possible. Caught a glimpse of the Plague Tale sequel. And, you know, again, that's a game I know Jesse's played. Uh, I know it got pretty good reviews. It looked pretty cool. It looked pretty, uh, pretty gross, all those rats. But it definitely looked cool. And, you know, so, yeah. I mean, if I ever get around to playing the first one, I hopefully I will. And I, I wouldn't, you know, I would totally check out this one. It looks really, really good. They showed the snowboarding game Shredders. You know, I, I don't know, like me... It was cool to see a snowboarding game. Maybe it was just... I don't know how I... For me, it just was kind of like... Yeah, it was just a dude going down a mountain. Kind of. I don't know. Maybe I missed something there. It wasn't all that overwhelming. It did look really nice. That's cool. But, I mean, you're talking about someone who's a huge fan of, like, the original SSX games. And Tricky. So, this was a little bit of a... Different, I guess... Kind of a different... I'm not sure. Well, I'll have to... I don't want to make... A judgment call on that yet obviously it's just a trailer so we'll see where that goes but you know it did look good though uh saw that they announced diablo 2 um looks really really nice for those fans of the series you know i've played diablo 3 is it 3 yeah so that's cool um so for those you know that want to play this basically this re remade or remastered i don't think it's remastered it looked like it was remade but um that comes out it looked nice you know it's diablo for those for fans so i'm sure they're gonna they they're gonna get a kick out of that i really enjoyed the atomic heart trailer um again i, th I believe they used in-game engine stuff for what they showed but just the idea of the game you know looked really really cool uh, it definitely had me interested it uh, gave me vibes of an old ps3 game god i can't think of the name of it right now I'm going to get that wrong. It's okay. Well, anyways, it, it gave me vibes of an older game that I played, but it's really, it looked cool. It, and I gave, I liked the trailer and it gave, let me interested in it. So uh, I, I'd like to see more of that. I loved the Outer Worlds trailer with them basically announcing that all we've got 
is the name. Uh, I thought that was so clever and at least honest. You know, I mean, they could have done what a lot of other companies did and and put out a, a trailer with like these pre-rendered, you know, CGI or just, you know, uh, visuals of something that's never going to look like. And they were just like, hey, it's coming. Uh, I thought that was great. And then, you know, like I said, Outer Worlds was a great game. So, you know, good to good to know that there's going to be more of it. Uh, Flight Simulator looked fantastic. But obviously, like, I've never played one, but I've seen things on it. I know it's on PC. Flight Simulator looked just absolutely beautiful. Um, they noticed that there's a Top Gun expansion. That's really That seemed really, really cool. I don't know if there's an actual game to it so much. Uh, but it did look really, really nice and looks like something you could definitely show off the power of like your Series X. So, you know, that's really, really cool. Uh, I was hands down, like really, really thought that the Forza Horizon 5 stuff was cool. I tend to tune out to a lot of the technical stuff sometimes, even though I probably shouldn't. But sometimes it just comes off as boring. But hearing them talk about how they went, you know, they're doing Mexico and how so many of those uh, environments are like so photorealistic. I was super impressed and I've never been more like I like Forza. I like Forza Horizon. I don't think I've ever been this like probably excited to play a, uh, a racing game in a while. Like Forza Horizon 5 is absolutely download day one and play. That looked so nice. I'm really looking forward to that. Uh, again, watch that whole thing and was just like, really really impressed by what i saw uh and i believe they finished off with a uh the trailer for arcane's uh new game redfall which again looked interesting it looks like it's like zombie uh, not zombies vampires uh it's a vampires versus like you know survivors like a co-op shooter coming out uh you know the trailer looked cool but again without anything more than that it's hard for me to go off of hopefully they you know deliver some some cool stuff definitely also, I, I didn't get to say that at first, but like uh, the Black Back for Blood looked cool, looked great. I'm looking forward to that. That's another thing I saw that I was like, wow, that's that looks really, really, really dope. Um, I'm super excited for that. And the fact now that it's coming to Game Pass day one, you know, that's hands. That's an easy uh, download and play for sure. Uh, and I'm looking forward to playing that that um, soon. So uh, those were my looks. All, all, all in all, I'd say, like, you know, we asked for games and Microsoft delivered a ton of games. So, you know, if I had to give it a grade, uh, yeah, I don't know. Like, A minus. I thought it was really good. B plus, A minus. Hell, I'll go with an A minus. It was a really good showing, in my opinion, and showed a lot of stuff. Even the trailers that weren't gameplay related. They showed cool things. They were interesting. So I give them credit for that. Even though I don't, you know, give in a lot to the CGI or just like, you know, teaser trailers. I saw a lot of things that interest me. So, you know, looking forward to it. And we'll see what happens next. Well, that was Joe, as usual, being his cheerful self. Now uh, we're getting to the Square Enix one, which I wasn't really planning on talking about but there was some stuff on the square enix showcase that they had so square enix starts off the show showing a new title from their studio in idos montreal and it is a single player guardians of the galaxy title and just like marvel's avengers it looks like second rate actor <laughs> you have your second rate chris pratt and I don't know. It just had the same, not the same look. Here's my problem. Here's my problem with the Marvel Avengers game. And here's my problem right now with Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy. I think, cool, a Guardians of the Galaxy game. But right off the bat, when this just makes me feel like I'm watching a shittier version of the movie. Not shitty. It doesn't look bad. I don't want to be a dick. It doesn't look bad. But when it's like, yeah, that's close. That's your, that's your secondhand Star-Lord. That's your secondhand Groot. The only character that fucking looks like the original comic or closer to the comic is Gamora. Gamora is the only one who doesn't look like her movie counterpart. And I think she's the only positive thing in this whole thing. Now, Rocket looks like Rocket, but they gave him this little shitty long goatee. And I was like, that looked horrible. Groot looks like Groot from the movie. And I've seen different versions of Groot in the comic. So I don't, I know why they do it. 
it's for recognition, brand recognition, closer to the movie. But I hate that. I hate it. I don't know why they don't take, like, just take the best of both and make something creative, something in the middle. But no, they, they stick closer to the movies. And I think that doesn't work for them. I think that just kind of lessens that game or what that game could be. So, yeah, just was not impressed too much by it. I, I like the Guardians. If this works, that's cool. But you can control Star-Lord, but you can't control any... What I understood was you couldn't control any of the other Guardians, but you can you can have them do commands, which makes no sense to me. Why couldn't you just play as all four and just switch between them? So that way, like, if you're using Gamora more or Groot more or Drax more or Rocket more, they level up in certain ways, different... You know, you spend a little bit more time with, you know, Gamora, spend a little bit more time with, with Groot. I just don't get why they just stuck with Star-Lord and then you issue commands because you want to play as Drax, you want to play as Gamora, you want to play as Rocket, you want to play as fucking Groot, and they just don't have it unless they change it or unless I misunderstood. This is my thought. I think what happened was they were working on this while the Marvel Avengers game was being worked on, and then the Marvel Avengers game fucking tanked bad. It did not do well whatsoever. I think this Guardians of the Galaxy game was going to be a life service game just like Marvel's Avengers. I, that's my feeling. Is My guess is that's probably what was going to happen. It did so bad, they had to reconstruct everything and make it just a solo single player game. And in doing that, they're like, okay, well then you can't control the other characters because that's what it was going to be. Like, hey... Uh, if I play it, you find someone who's a Drax, or you find someone who's Gamora, you find someone who's Rocket and Groot, or whatever. That's my guess. I could be wrong. And because of how bad Marvel's Avengers did, they scrambled and tried to fix something because they knew that live service, after the bad taste in people's mouth with Marvel Avengers and the live service implementation they used from Destiny, I think they just were like, fuck it, single player game only. Let's just make back what we can because Marvel's Avengers, it it tanked as in like critically. I think they did okay. I think they earned money, but it, Square Enix did not earn, from what I heard, what they expected. It didn't do horribly, but it still didn't do great. So that's my feeling on why, but it it could be cool. I just don't have, don't have that much faith in it, really. Uh, they showed a new game uh, called Babylon's Fall from Platinum Games, which made me go, oh man, this looks really cool. It had like a watercolorish look to the art style and very Devil May Cry Bayonetta gameplay. It looked like uh, four players can play at once. And I, you know, it's coming to PS4, PS5, and Steam. And I was like, man, this looks really cool. There's going to be a closed beta. And then I heard it is a live service game. Yep, live service games with intentions later on to have downloadable, up not upgrades, but, you know, content as a live service game has. So that kind of made me go like, all right, whatever. There was a rumor a couple days ago that leaked that we were going to get a Dark Souls Final Fantasy game set in the world of the first Final Fantasy uh, by Team Ninja and uh, Koei Tecmo. And that was true. Look, I, this is what I got to say about it. Tetsuya Nomura. If you do not know who Tetsuya Nomura is, he is he was the artist of the original Final Fantasy VII. I think he was concept designer too. I forgot his huge role in VII. But later on through um, Squaresoft, now Square Enix, was the man who created the Kingdom Hearts titles. Were dabbled in Final Fantasy 15, then left it later on. So the look of the zippers and all that stuff in Final Fantasy that you love, love or hate is concept design stuff that is from Tetsuya Nomura. Concept, and, and in this one, he is a concept and creative producer and character designer. Here's the thing. Tetsuya Nomura, I think, is the best and worst thing to happen to Square Enix. He's the best thing... As in he did a lot for the company, but I think he's the worst thing when they just have him focus on all that shit. All his ideas and character concept designs are just, I don't know, man. I'm just, uh, I thought he was super cool back in the day. The more titles he works on that I see he works on makes me kind of just go, oh, okay. 
I'm just not, I just, I don't know. I don't know. The game didn't look cool. I mean, I'm, I'm excited that it's a Ninja Guy, or a Team Ninja and Koei Tecmo. Design-wise, I'm not thrilled by it. I don't think his character design on stuff is good anymore. It was cool back in the late 90s, early 2000s, but he just sticks to this fucking look. I don't get why they just don't. The original concept artist for Final Fantasy, who now does, like, he'll do like the designs of the logos and stuff, but he used to do a lot of the, the character design in the early NES and, and, and throughout this series. Amano, I don't know why they just don't take his design, his artwork, like the like graphics has gotten so good. Why don't they make his designs that he's done in the past an actual game? They just never do it. It's always Tetsuya Nomura work. It's always his work, and I don't get it. I don't get it. Cause when I heard about this, a lot of people were saying like, dude, if they just like, it's a mono, like it's finally like a mono artwork, and then you like upgrade your suits and armor to his like his you know the kind of work that he does and his art style like that would be look so nice and they just don't do it it's always Tetsuya Nomura it's always Tetsuya Nomura that's why I say he is the best and worst thing that ever happened to Square Enix and that was the end of, of the Square Enix showcase oh yeah and there was a demo too Oh, the title, sorry. <laughs> so the title is called Final Fantasy Origin Stranger of Paradise. And the demo came out on PlayStation 5 today and it has not worked. Uh, people have been trying to download it and every time, and I try to download it, and every time you try to start it, it says it's corrupted, delete it, and download it from the library. And at the time of this recording, it's still not working. I mean, I want to try it out. If it's good, it's good. But yeah, uh, that was uh, the Xbox Bethesda showcase and the Square Enix showcase as well and they were okay nothing great nothing mind-blowing I honestly do think so far that the summer game fest has was the best one not the craziest but was one of the best ones but yeah um well that's gonna be it join us again uh get ready for wednesday when we talk about the nintendo direct hopefully we have some crazy stuff hopefully nintendo hits it out of the park hopefully fingers crossed punch out make my dream come true make joe buy me a copy of punch out let's do it people until next time remember join us here again on this e3 week of many episodes of third party controller podcast i am your host jesse lira with Bethel and Joe. Thanks for watching. We may not be as good as everyone else, but we kind of get the job done later. Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Third Party Controller Podcast. I am your host, Jesse P.S. Lira. And today, we talk about Todd Howard and how he was wearing a standard sweater. But he still did not have anything to show for it. All that and more on this week's episode of Your Mom's Cunt. <laughs>